You are listening to part two of the podcast with Nigar Chaudhary on the Untold Story Told podcast. Let us continue the conversation in this part two of the podcast. That's so that was very scary for me because the first time Babaji would do this, that we would be in a group and we would go around and he would say to me, now you do the prayer. Dua, you know, you do the um, hold the prayer. Let's let now you hold uh, hold the container right now, and you get everyone to close their eyes and connect inside onto their hearts. And there would be a certain, you know, they would say Allah three times, and then I would focus, and then I would radiate. So you know, you, you I would go in, and we learned. I understood that you know you radiate, mm. and as you radiate, those frequencies, like electromagnetic waves, mm. go out and they touch the people who have opened themselves up. Yes. So when they connect, mm. then when they connect, and that connect, that's that's the manifestation. That's when it's a mm. an immediate manifestation of your prayer. Mm. So I recognize that 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 happens when I do when I go really deep. There were times when I I experimented. I said, "Okay, I'm not going to go deep today, mm. just for about five or ten minutes. I want to see what happens." Mm. And then I then Babaji would say to me, "Do it again." <laughs> and then I would do it. Then I realized he knows that I'm doing this, and he says, and yeah, he would say, "Yeah, he caught me." He wouldn't say it then. Then he would say, "Do it again." Then I did it, not deeply again. Then he said, "Do it again." Mm. And on the third time, I realized I better not do this otherwise. So I really went deep. The yeah. minute I went deep in, and I would say to them, "You're not going to open your eyes till I tell you." So I used to go deep and deep, and maybe twenty minutes, fifteen minutes. Everyone would be deep in, and then people would start crying, and people would start. It was it was like there was a cleansing going on. There was. You know, people's auras were being cleaned out, and Babaji was there as well. And there were all the other groups, so mm. you can imagine what high frequencies we were functioning on. Yeah, and we were just the vessel through which the light was coming through. Because what had happened, obviously, is you open yourself up, and the light comes through you. And the light—it's God's—the it's God's energy. It's God that's doing the healing. Yeah. You're just the vessel the, through the medium through which He's, mm. you know, and that's what our master taught us that you're just the vehicle and through this you know you and your own growth has to happen you have to keep growing yourself you have to keep evolving so and then the, so amazing things happened there was one um i was known amongst the group that anyone who had a heart attack or yeah. was, had a tube closed or something they would go let's go to nigachari she do a prayer and the tubes will open up Because my first case was that when Babaji took me to someone who was ready for a um, for an open heart surgery, had three tubes closed, mm. and we went to the hospital. And mm. the night before, the next morning, he was going to be operated. He was shaved up and everything. And that was my first case, which Babaji said to me, "Heal him. You can do it." I said, "What do I do?" Mm. I was. I never. I. Ne- I didn't know. I. I. I was just on my own spiritual journey. But he said, through his healing, your healing will take place. Um, healing others you also get healed yes he taught me how to seal myself so i held the person's hand mm. and i did you know there's a certain uh, mantra that we're given mm. and then i was mm. reciting the mantra very close and i told him to also recite mm. and i saw in my eyes i saw all his tubes just open like tuck, tuck, tuck. they just opened i saw it 
and then I let go and I started dancing in the room and I said, please don't have an operation. You're healed. I saw it. He says, how? I said, I saw it. Please go and have a test. So we left and then eventually we met him after a couple of days and he said, it was a miracle. And mm. I said, God did it. You know, my, my master said, no, this is God's work. It's, we, we don't um, look upon it as our work. It's work of God. It's a miracle of God. And you just, we're just mediums and we connected and we prayed for you. We asked for your healing. That's it. That's and you so were connected. That's yeah. so lovely. Like when you come from light, you have to keep reminding yourself that you do come from light and that you are the medium through which the light is coming through. And, and I think that is so beautiful to remind yourself as a light worker or a person who heals everyone, because then you're able to connect with other people's light, like even if they cannot see it you can see it and it's wonderful how you can visually actually uh, see that like at, at such at, in, on your first energy healing session um, you were able to visualize uh, his healing I, I saw it I actually and another time a child came to my house now Babaji had left me on my own and this is another case which is a heavy I always I used to get very heavy cases as well mm. this child could not walk mm. and the parents could not understand why the child could not walk. Mm. And I, I said, I don't want to judge and why this is happening. I could see some blocks, and, but I didn't want to go into intellectually trying to explain to the parents. Mm. So Babaji, I call Babaji, take the child in your lap mm. and hold him and pray for him. Mm. So I held the child. The child was about eight, nine years old. Okay. So I held the boy in my, ha in my arms, literally just... And I closed my eyes and I really went deep. I mm. just, I remember that I cried in that prayer. Mm. I, it's you, you're the healer. God, you're the healer. You heal him. He's your creation. You created him. Mm. Give him release him of his suffering. It's mm. only you can do it. I'm just the medium. I'm pulling your light in. Mm. And I saw the whole light go through my body, out my heart, into his body. And the, the little boy just jumped up and started running around the room. Wow. It was such a powerful download of the light. I saw it go through and my eyes were closed. Mm. And then suddenly I just, and the child was running around and I just started crying. I was so, mm. and I was also got very scared. Yeah. I got so scared yeah. because, you know, in Pakistan and I thought, oh my God, you know, people are, just going to cast you as a witch or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Right out of my mouth. I thought, oh my God, everyone's going to think I'm a witch. Everyone's going to think I'm, I'm doing some jadu, some magic, some black magic, you know. And this is all pure light. And, you know, it, because then people started getting to know. And that's when I got scared. Because I'm also, I'm also, I've also, and I'm still coming to terms with it. Mm -hmm. And Babaji always told me this, that it would take time. Because he did say you're a very powerful healer. He, mm. he said he, before he passed over, he mm. came and met me separately. Okay. And he said to me, you're going to go, go through some more pain. Mm. Very clearly. But it's going to be growth. Mm. And Because I had issues with relationships. And he says, mm. you have a little bit to learn in that area. Mm. Especially with male, female. But because of my father's issue, I, mm. things would still come up. And it's not like you're ever a clean chet. You know, you're no. you, things would always bubble up again. And mm. I would, the only difference was I had the tools to work with and yeah. I had the awareness to um, not let it drown me as mm. before it would Be drown me. Observer. 
being yes. an observer in your own life rather than the before way of being of too um, involved. Him. You know, we end up becoming victims if we don't understand or we're not aware. You become a victim of your own story because basically what I understand is that um, whatever you're saying or, or thinking, you're manifesting because if your feelings are in it, mm. then your feeling is also the thing that manifests it. Totally. Words are like spells. That's what I was reading the other day. That whatever yeah. you say, be careful how you use them. Also the music you listen to. Because there mm. was a time I used to listen to a lot of sad music because of course all of us love sad romantic songs, yeah. right? Yeah. But now if you look, look at those lyrics, you're like, whoa, every time you oh. use it, it's like subconsciously taking that all in. So why and not you're manifesting it? Completely. Your life, you see? So I realized, what, the more I became aware of that, and then he said, you have one very heavy lesson to learn mm. and you're going to go through. Because he could see, he had the eye, his, his third eye was totally, mm. could see beyond. I mean, it was quite amazing. Yeah. So he would say that, but you'll come out and that's going to be your real growth. And after that, and I've just come out of it. It's very interesting. I've just, about four or five years ago, I really came out of this heavy um, divorce. I went through a divorce and... And, and it just totally broke me again. And it kind of uh, opened up a whole link back to maybe another layer of the childhood um, pain that suddenly I realized, oh, I still had this, you know? It's like, mm. and it all came out. It took me two years mm. to really work on myself. And I um, used, I, I mean, I meditate every day. Mm. I would listen to Surah Rahman. I've listened to Surah Rahman for two years. And mm. that he, it was a, it was a very deep wound, and it was also karmic because I went to a couple of people, mm. and um, I recognized that I had a karmic um, lesson to coming back from past lives, mm. and I went through a past life regression mm. with a very very powerful woman in India in Bangalore, mm. Mm. and she took me seven lives back. Mm. And the kind of things that came up about about my parents, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and I read and 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 then I don't know if you know. Um, there's a very famous guru who is from Bangalore, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. Yeah, he does a lot of. Um, uh, there's yeah. a lot of videos of him online. Yes, I went to his ashram, okay. and he was the and I met him one on one. And he, he also said the same thing. You know, the truth is universal everywhere. Mm -hmm. So he said the same thing that my master said. And he said that you want to, I don't want you to, uh, I want to give you a lady who will help you go through the past life progression. Mm -hmm. So you can understand it, but please don't um, get attached to it. Just understand it. It's there for your awareness, not for you to start analyzing and well, going into your mind. You and and then re, don't re-manifest what we're trying to make bring out. We're trying to take it out of you. So, and it was amazing that he knew all of this. And I, he was saying, "I will give you a very good uh, one of my students. Yeah, she's very very powerful and she's very very good. And I think you should work with her." So I did three or four sessions with her. Wow! And that was um, in. Like, you know, I think I can say that that really changed my life. That really, really mm. put things into perspective for me. And mm. I kind of, I write a lot. I keep a daily diary. Mm. And I, I, every day I write things out about, oh, this is coming. So, and I tap, 
And I've started just doing tapping recently on the Meridian. Um, I don't know if you know about yeah, the tapping. Yeah, I know about tapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the the, the yeah. tapping that you do. This, um, the EFT. Yeah. The emotional freedom, the emotional freedom technique, EFT. Yes, yes. So I've just been started getting into that too. Yeah, I've just started uh, studying about it. And I've I been doing that for about a year now. Wow. And I find it very powerful because it goes really deep because it goes into your meridian system. Mm. It goes into your uh, sympathetic system. Mm. And it, I find that it's really, it's re now I feel in the last year or so that mm. I'm back together. Mm. And I'm actually out of the childhood thing now mm. that's let go and you know that that's kind mm. of healed now and if it comes it comes in very small yeah bubbles it just comes and it's nothing that that that, that is prolonged as before just, say. you can look at it but yes. it's just like an image that goes by yeah rather just, than the immense uh pain that used to come once upon a time yes yeah. So how important would you say, because I had someone ask me this today as well, how important it is to um, actually go through your past and clear those wounds that you have uh, with your parents, especially, uh, because I just come to this particular person and they were like, how do you forgive a parent? And where I started was just to like scratch the surface, not getting too much into it. I told them to first understand where we all come from and how we are just like brought through our parents. And when we are in our parents' tummy, we are pure liquid love. And when mm -hmm. we come out, all we want is pure liquid love. So even if the parents are not caring and if, and if you get very minimal nutrition or whatever, you still, you still have this whole a lot of love within you and you're looking for love and anything that is a contradiction to that love just gets calculated as a contradiction and you're subconscious and still you're running on so much love that that goes on for a long time over time there's so many beliefs that you put on that you then eventually one day question yourself that are my parents who they are? Like, are my parents, uh, did they do right by me? And I told him that we are all, like, they are your parents, but they're also human. They were also somebody's yeah. child. They might be somebody's victim too. So if you think you're a victim, we're all victims of victims. So I, I've sort of like touched the surface, but in your way, how would you say how important it is to go through that um, clearing up and still understand that you cannot forget, but you can forgive. Like that was his question. Uh, it's very interesting because forgiveness is the most important thing. Hmm. And I'm just going to read out something just as a, it's a, it's a forgiveness prayer. Hmm. And this is something I want to give to you. And um, I will also send it to you. And it's something I read every single day. Hmm. Hear all the souls harmed by any of the mistakes I have made in this lifetime and all my previous life, lifetimes. Dear all the souls harmed by any of the mistakes my ancestors have made in this lifetime and all their previous lifetimes, including human beings, animals, the environment and mother earth. Mm -hmm. I sincerely apologize to all the souls I have harmed. Mm -hmm. Please forgive my ancestors and me. Mm. All the souls that have harmed me and my ancestors in this lifetime and all my and all their previous lifetimes, I sincerely forgive you from the bottom of my heart. And on behalf of all my ancestors, I forgive you all too. 
I mean, so it is so. Beautiful. I will share this, and this is something yes. where you need forgiveness is the key to your growth. Mm. And um, this is what Babaji also taught me that you, because I didn't know how to forgive. I couldn't forgive my parents. It took me a long time. But he said, you have to forgive. It's the gateway to your growth. It's the gateway to your spirituality. It's the gateway to your being a human being. Yes. Because if God can forgive and, you know, he, he, there is so much grace of God to every human being. Mm. And what he's given us as human beings. Mm. So how can we as human beings not forgive? We have to acquire the skill that mm. has, we have to acquire it. You have to, mm. you have to go, we have to work with it. You have to mm. go with it step by step. But you know, when you start forgiving, that is the process of letting go, mm. of crying, of picking up the wound, looking at it and saying, you know, I let the wound go, so I forgive the mm. person who gave it to me. You mm. pick up another wound, I forgive this person. So it's a process. And I think in tapping, there's also some fabulous tapping um, yeah. scripts that help, you know, um, even though I find it difficult to forgive, because you first have to acknowledge the fact that you're finding it difficult to forgive. Mm. In tapping, they always say, no, even though I yeah. find it difficult to forgive, yeah. The person that really deeply wounded me, I deeply and completely love and accept myself, even though I find it really difficult to forgive all these people. Mm -hmm. that have... So you have to acknowledge the pain first mm -hmm. and then you go in, okay, I'm feeling all this pain. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I can't forgive. It's not easy to forgive. How will I forgive? But they really wounded me. They made me feel so bad. You know, mm -hmm. they hurt me. They ruined my life, you know. And then you then, then as you start getting, get, it starts getting lesser and lesser and lesser then you go into the healing and you say, yeah, but I think I will be able to give. I think I can try that. At least I can try that. I can, you know, I'm doing it for myself. Who will benefit from this? I will benefit from this. You know, so, so I can take it. Yes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it, it forgiveness to me is the key. If you don't have forgiveness, yeah. you can't be on a spiritual path. So it, I think, not one all. of the biggest thing I found a common uh, theme um, with friends and all, um, there's a very big thing where it comes to self-forgiveness is but uh, people yes. where they have made self-forgiveness even harder than forgiving others. Do you understand? Because it's like, okay, I will forgive this person or whatever, but then there's so much of self-forgiveness that's not being done that is constantly like, this is not happening good for me because I did bad and that's like karmic. So I am getting what I deserve. And um, it's a punishment for me, like a human beings putting themselves in this little trap themselves of not being forgiven though God, as you said, a universe, as you said, source, as you said, is with open arms ready to like let you and accept you. Cause as, as I know, as in terms of healing or whatever, intrinsically as higher consciousness, we are whole, we are wholesome, we are forgiven, we are healed, we are in our truest forms, we are all of that. But we've so disconnected from that and now to find a way back, some of us have started hating ourselves and some of them, some of us have started hating others to prove ourselves that we are someone. So what do you think of that? It's, on, it's the wrong path because the door to forgiving others before you reach at the you have to do self-forgiving. Yes. Then you come to self-loving. Because self-forgiveness is not like that critical voice inside, mm. that constant trying to be a perfectionist. There's mm. something that you're always judging yourself. So I think that first layer of 
I mean, I had such an unworthiness feeling of myself. Mm. And I was so, and you know, when that voice comes up, I say, hey, Nigat, what are you doing? Mm. You know, let's not go there. Because it's it's such a habit. You know, these are all habits we acquire. Mm. And it's habits are, how are they created? Through repeat. So if you've gone through this unworthiness feeling, it, it requires effort to, co- to go into yourself and it requires looking at and finding those courses or those mediums or those tools that can help you get, because you're breaking, it's like an onion. So you're unpeeling um, the, the, the forgiveness of self first. When you get to the unpeeling of the onion, because mm. you're the onion, you're going inside, you're unpeeling the layers of your self uh, mm. forgiveness. Then you find, uh, when you get to the bottom of it, you find yourself. Yes. When you get to yourself, you start forgiving others because you say, yes. "If I can do this for myself, yes. and it love, love. Yeah, yeah, and you start loving yourself, and then you automatically you start. I went the other way. I went to forgiveness first. Mm. You know, I start, and that made me look at my own self because I found it difficult to forgive. So mm. the minute I was told, "Okay, you know, you have to forgive. You have to forgive." But I said, I can't do this. This is, I'm fake. I'm not really feeling this. Then I, then I was brought to the fact that I've got to start loving and letting go myself. Mm. And I discovered, oh God, so much unworthiness, mm. so much criticizing of self, so much, yeah. I'm, you know, I, if someone would say something, oh, you, you, you're not a good dancer, I would be so affected. And I would say, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not so, I'm not really a good dancer. No, no, there's nothing good about me. There's, you know, and the, a lot of my younger days, I, I never really fully lived my dance life because I had this voice. This, this one of, of lack. Because yeah, one yeah, of my I'm not enough. Yeah, one of my gurus said to me that you're, you're, you're not a good dancer. And I kind of held on to it, you know. Because and a guru I, said it, yeah. Because a guru said, so you have your mentor, so the people around you, you have to also be careful about, you know, that where my awareness has come now that I choose the people I want to be with. I changed my guru because um, I didn't want it's negative. Important. Yeah, I said, no way. I want a positive guru, a positive yeah. uh, master, you know, who is not putting me down and is not judging me and, and putting, because I've already healed myself from all of that. So now I've become so savvy to know that within a minute, just from what they're saying, you know, I can tell, is this positive person, is this a negative? Your is intuition has become even more stronger. Yeah. And then, you know, Saleha, you can tell from when someone's talking, you listen to their words yeah. and you will find out whether they're positive or negative because do, are they complaining? Are they mm. positive? Mm. Do, they, do, they, do they encourage you or do they, you know, you it's can tell yeah. immediately. Yeah. Once, you're in, yeah. once you're in this... Um, field and then you start working on yourself immediately you can even from energy level I know oh no no I, I leave places where I'm on I feel no this the energy is not or I put on a, a Reiki sign and I start yeah. cleaning cleaning my yeah, yeah. you know area I remember you said something about how you felt relationships and uh, there have been like in the beginning especially it's been one of your uh, places where you had to get to know yourself first and then understand what's happening outside though before you must be looking at what's happening and then not knowing right so what I understand is that um, in most relationships if we talk about with a man and a woman I feel a lot of times uh, when it comes to love I feel a lot of people go into love without knowing 
what the other person thinks love is. So two people could be saying, I love you, I love you. And they're like, oh, let's get married, blah, blah, blah. But then yeah. what is their definition of love or yeah. what is their definition of how their definition might evolve or their might evolve? That's like the unknown. And uh, a lot of people go into relationships thinking they know everything about me. They know what I want in love. and But like, if you do not firstly do your inner work and don't reflect your way of being and your life and your things and know yourself well enough, then you don't reflect that to the other person. And of course, the other person is going to assume you're like this because they have their own beliefs, right? They have seen the world their own way. So they're going to think of, even if you've like told them a lot of stories about yourself, but you haven't told them like your belief systems, things like that, and what you think love is and not explored what love is actually for yourself, not loved yourself. Yeah. Then that's where the happens. What do you think? Yeah, I think that, you know, male and female relationships are the yeah. most interesting test that I think God has put on the earth for us to really be naked. Because mm -hmm. either we're naked with ourselves as ourselves, or someone comes as a mirror and the most naked person is the partner. Because yes. you end up being so naked in front of each other that you can't hide who you are. So whether it's a negative belief or a positive belief, it comes out in a, in, in a, in a union. Yes. So I think the whole concept of working on yourself and developing yourself and loving yourself. So as you evolve in life, wherever you're, you are vibrating, your partner will be like that. Mm. And then if you sometimes, you know, this has happened in my life. I've been married twice and I've had a couple of relationships, very serious. But I know that as I changed, my vibration changed, the partner changed. Mm. As I changed, the partner changed because yeah. they would not resonate. They, we would, we somehow it would just, we would not be able to remain together mm. because I was, I was constantly working on myself and mm. wanting to, you know, um, go higher and higher and higher mm. and deeper and deeper and more expanded in my mm. understanding of because I think my one of my biggest lessons on earth. Mm. Uh, what I understand is understanding relationships, male-female mm. relationships, because mm. I had no foundation. Mm. So I think my whole life, and I'm still understanding it. I think emotions, is, emotions are also something that you are here to understand. You see, I think there's a you. I'm going to go a little deeper here. It's like there's the micro and the macro aspect of a man and woman, right? Now we have the feminine movement. So feminism, the, you know, the feminism movement that's going on. So you have a collective energy that's all so impacting our consciousness yeah. because we're it, we're not a, we're, we have our micro consciousness and then we have a collective consciousness that is influencing us in the world mm. so I sometimes feel that the concept because you know I on, I understand spiritually that within a woman there's a man yes. and within a woman uh, within a man there's a woman so what has happened is that, yeah so what happens in societies like in Pakistan the men negate the woman inside them so when they start suppressing the woman inside, they don't want to cry. They don't want to feel romantic. They don't want to be vulnerable. Or vulnerable. So then they, what happens in that? When you do that to you, when the man does that to the woman inside him, he's doing it in society. He's living that out in society because you've killed your own woman. So you're abusing your own woman. You're, you're abusing your own woman inside. So you're doing that outside. You're not understanding her because you don't understand your own woman. Yeah. So again, it's a self journey. And then on a collective uh, uh, consciousness, I look at the extreme levels that feminism and masculinity and 
the kind of different forms it's taken yeah. place us versus them and them versus us like it's, yeah it's all human though <laughs> It's a war, you know, it's like there's a constant war struggle going on. It's not like that because we exist in both of each other and we are the balance of each other. You know, mm-hmm. we are the yin and the yang. We are the Jamal and the Jalal. And we are the, the Lassia and the Tandav. In dance, Tandav is male, Lassia is feminine. But the yin and the yang and the male and the feminine, the sacred femi- feminine, you know, and the sacred masculine. So it's the sacredness. We've kind of made it into a, a fight or a struggle rather than harmonizing and kind of finding a balance between the two and it's all that collective consciousness that is constantly tipping mm. or tipping or tip- and that's impacted there are more divorces yes there's more um a breakdown of relationships mm. men are lonely women are lonely mm. uh, i look all around the world and i see that happening and we're giving it names like oh this is being independent or we don't need a man or the man says i don't need a woman i that's not how it is it's mm. natural mm. to gravitate between the energies and that it does happen but there's so much distortion so many labels have come you know i am a hardcore feminist and i'm a hardcore you know this and men say things about women and women say things about men and this become all it's become a different the tip is totally flipped the other way as for me now my understanding has become that i have to really own the the divine and the sacred masculine in me Mm. which i was denying all throughout because i i was hated my father i was angry with my father and so i was attracting abusive men mm. i was attracting uh, the same kind of behavior uh, behavior because mm. i was living out the same story my father did this my father abused me beat me up he tried to kill me tried to do this It's programming to... isn't it it's exactly like you can... yeah you change the program and the man changes Hmm. but then hmm. there was a lot of work that goes into that because again i'm not clear i'm not fully and i'm still working on it hmm. i'm much more i today i i think i can say no no this is not the person hmm. and i see the red flags and i've written down i've literally written down the kind of person i am and want to be and how i would like to be with a man and so i need to know and what not just what i can be with a man but what can i be for a man as well mm, as what as as, as, a, yeah, as yeah. a woman you know yeah. and i'm not there to you know so, so i think i've started understanding that in this last year or so yeah yeah to be really honest i mean i have to be honest with yeah. myself that only recently i've started understanding no these are the red flags and this man is not these yeah, evolved people are there yes. these evol- evolved men who are working at things just like you are there exactly. and yes. the more work you will do and you will get them and i'm pretty sure at right now where you are you must be having these people around you but at the same time i feel you think that you still need to do a little bit more work on you every single day so yes. uh whoever aligns with you will be someone who will also be working at themselves every exactly. single day and redefining themselves and telling you the next morning i'm this person now i'm this person now you know rather than saying this absolutely and i think purpose because yeah. you know i i do see that i have a certain kind of purpose purpose you know it, by now yeah yeah and i i think being a classical dancer in a muslim society mm-hmm. for for a muslim man in pakistani society is not easy and like mm-hmm. we said at the beginning i'm you know a woman i'm empowered i'm independent 
Mm. But that doesn't mean to say that I'm not soft um, and caring. Yeah, and I'm not uh, able to love and yeah to be a, a partner. Mm. See, I think that, that unfortunately mm. there are maybe very few men like that. But I've also been saying to my belief, I've been knocking down my belief system, saying no, because I must not have that belief, because there could be anyone. There's so many men in Pakistan, so why should I keep this belief system that oh no, the Pakistani men will never accept a classical dancer? So I started knocking down that belief because I think I've blocked this mm. kind of um, coming forward. You know, I'm independent. I'm this that. So I won't find a Pakistani man. But the, I've, 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 I'm tapping that belief away now, every single day. And I see the, I literally, it's really interesting for me because I see the different kind of man I'm attracting now. Yeah, really there glimpses out there. The glimpses there, like glimpses, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And it's a fun journey. I mean, yeah. I'm really enjoying it because. I see the the flip coin. It's the flip side yeah. of the coin, saying, "Oh, you know, I used to have this. But I don't have this belief anymore." Yeah, I and love I'm this about you that when you're saying I evolved, I think even as um, it just reflects all over you because even talking to you right now, I, I forget that uh, you know we could have this age difference or something because for me it's like your soul is like so young right now. Like, even though you might say, I've done this, I've done this, blah, blah, blah. I've read about you on Wikipedia as well. And I've done a whole research on you. Yes, yes. Then you feel like reborn. You feel like a newborn in oh, front yes. of me. That's what I I'm tell feeling. you, I think, you know, I keep feeling this because I, I, the more you work on yourself, the younger you become hmm. because you're rebirthing all the time. You're spiritually rebirthing. So hmm. I feel like my soul even though you know she's an oh I feel there's a part of me that's a really old wise old soul but mm. there's the other part of my soul that is so young and refreshing. you love them both you yeah love them both. I yeah. love them both and I and I I know that that wisdom of my soul comes out when I need to give it because yeah. it's evolved so and there's that young you know vibrant ready to go who loves life who really used to wake up and think oh my god why do I you know I used to <laughs> why am I even alive you yeah know? so amazing the kind of I wake up in the morning and the first thing that comes to me I just I'm so so grateful I mean gratitude I do a gratitude 10 minutes every morning and it's like it keeps getting better and better and better mm. and sometimes I have to contain the energy you know because it's mm. And then I anchor, then I kind of do my grounding because I know I have to create the balance. Yes. That keeps the youthfulness in me. Yeah. That keeps me physically, mentally, emotionally very young. Yes, yes. And I think I lately I'm learning how to uh, keep the spiritual and the physical at like this balanced place balance. because yeah. that's where the magic is. Uh, yeah. Because there was a time I got too like lost in my own little world, even though I was operating in my normal life. And that was making me more like feeling like, oh, she has no voice. She has nothing to say and let things happen the way they're happening. And things just kept happening and some things needed to be said out. And I never said them at the right time. But now where I am, I'm like, cool. My purpose now is to tell people how important that is to speak at the right time because I know how it was. But I think we go into this place when things are going troublesome around us and like traumatic we go into this survival way and yeah. I think the way I started going to the survival way was the same as I did when I was 16 at 36 when I was last year 36 and it's so funny how you uh, if you've learned a certain way to survive you you do that no matter what age so if you don't do your inner work 
it can happen like a relapse, right? You remember you spoke about programming? Yes. You fall back into a program, that's your comfort level. Yeah. So you know that program. So when you're 16 and you've had that program till so many years, then yeah. obviously you fall into the program that you you know. Like I would fall into those relationships with men because I was comfortable with my father for so many years, you know, for all yeah. your life. It's that That's your father. So yeah. you, for me, that was how, that's how men are. Men are abusive. Men, uh, you know, uh, hit you, men beat you up, men do this, men are cruel to you, you know, they're not loving. So mm -hmm. if a man was nice to me, or was even respecting me, I would kind of be uncomfortable because I wasn't, it's not my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Previously, but it's not like that now. But I'm just yeah. saying, like you huh. said, it's, mm -hmm. and that's the reprogramming that you have to constantly, there's a, there, it, you know, it's a journey of working. Mm -hmm. And I think like Buddha, reading Buddha's, one of Buddha's quotes, that your last, till your last breath, mm -hmm. if you are not working on your awareness and you're refining yourself, you know, you, 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 you're, you're reprogramming yourself every um, part of the day. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's not easy. I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's an easy no, journey. No, no. It's a conscious journey yes. and it's a choice. And we have been given choices. Yeah. Sometimes I get lazy. I, there's a day when I say, oh, you know, I'm not doing a meditation today. Yeah. But, you know, I get up throughout the day and then I'll go and do a tapping. Yeah. I may not do it as much, you know, like I meditate morning and evening and I do something before night. Yeah. But I might just do a tapping that day. But I know that's my day when I'm just being a little... But I know I cannot live without a process. I will that's either, that's you know, do my mantra or I'll sit for five minutes or ten minutes if I but there's still something happening it's still a consistent input yeah. that's happening it's not like oh nothing happens that day yeah. as before you know it was difficult to even sit and close my eyes it was like yeah. I just could not I when I started doing TM transcendental um, um, meditation. meditation and I got a, a mantra to do I I would just that I'd be sweating, I'd be moving, I'd be scratching. I was like, oh my God, I just cannot sit even for two minutes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you see yourself and you reflect back, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, it is possible. And then it's so possible. many people are doing it. Yes. And mm -hmm. so important to tell this to others. I love your message there. It's so important to tell people that you can have your dark, you can go through crucial pain. Like yesterday, if you go through something, today you can still hold a new thought and say, whatever mm -hmm. happened, happened. I can start okay. anew. You know? Actually, owning your darkness and owning your shadow self mm -hmm. is the key to your growth because only when you own, mm -hmm. you own it and then you let it go. Mm -hmm. But if you don't own it, you can't let it go. No. no. So it's, it's the owning of the darkness owning and the shadow and then, and, and then saying, I own this, I, I understand it because owning brings understanding. Mm. Owning brings acceptance. And the minute you get acceptance, you can say, I, I know this is a th something about me, but I choose to change and I choose to evolve and I choose to let it go. So important. I think a lot of young girls need to hear everything you've just said because um, I've generally noticed that a lot of young girls, they're still looking for that uh, confirmation in another 
male person or another person to tell them that they are loved, that their bodies are beautiful, that they are beautiful because somebody else thinks so. So for instance, there was a girl who say, came up to me and says, the guy who left me didn't th- uh, left me without any answers. Like he ghosted me, you know, that's what they call it these days, ghosted me. Like these people who have this interaction then these leave these girls. So these girls like go like, and, and she's like, do you think I am beautiful? Like she asked me, like, do you think I'm beautiful? Like, did he leave me because I'm not beautiful? And this was so deep that I just, I first thing I asked her, I sweetheart, I said, sweetheart, tell me, do you love yourself? Do you think you are beautiful when you go and look at yourself in the mirror, when you're bare, when you look at your skin? Do you think you are, do you think you're beautiful? You know, and that's how we started the conversation. Uh, like she said, do you think I'm sexy? She actually said that. It's said, do you think you are sexy? Because you don't need somebody else to tell your heart. Validation. Validation. And it's very interesting. Um, I learned also yeah. that you are treated the way you treat yourself. Mm. You are loved the way you love yourself. Mm. So everything is a reflection of how the relationship you have with yourself. And I went through this amazing course, which taught me to marry myself. Mm-hmm. Interesting. To partner, you know, to, to have a union, not marry in the typical sense, but to have a union with myself, to have a relationship with myself, to wake up to myself and say, okay, you know, um, I love how you. I'm proud of you. Like, yeah. And to actually, yes, let's yeah. go and do this. I, how are you feeling today? So what, what do you, you know, that relationship with self, because you actually get people, it's all vibrational. Everything, as you know, as you know very well, that everything is vibrational. So what you're vibrating, if you're vibrating validation from someone else, they're, they're going to validate you the way you're actually validating yourself. Because if you're saying, well, I, you I know, don't I, know. Yeah. yeah. So he's also going to say, I'm not sure whether I like you or not. I'm not sure whether you're beautiful or not. So the minute you say, oh, I am, I love myself the way I am, Mm. you'll have 10 men lining up Mm. because you're vibrating that. You're vibrating that. So you'll have all these men loving. You'll have choice. Mm. Then you find out, you know. Mm. And I think the other thing about relationships, which I really want to say is that we tend to, because the first, being someone else in the beginning, and dressing mm. up and looking nice is all very nice. Yeah. But there's so many things that you need to know mm. um, about the relationship and what you want from it is what you want from yourself. Yeah. What is it that you, you, you can't be a fake person in a relationship. Mm. So you have to put your red flags up and say, I can't do this and yeah. I can't do this. Boundaries. Because people, like, you know, I know that I have a full-time art. I'm an artist full-time. And I cannot cook for my husband, you know, if I, I will want to, yeah, you know, I, I don't get the time to do that. But then I'm, I, I know I can, it's not like I'm not making arrangements for the food. I can run the kitchen with if I have someone cooking for me. So I hire a cook and yeah. you, all, you know, it's something to so you. And, and would your husband or your partner to be or whoever you're having a relationship, would they be comfortable with that? You know, you have to know. And then it's not like I never cook. But I can't do it on a regular thing because I'm either teaching, I'm either shooting, I'm either somewhere or the other. So I you know yourself, you know your exactly. limits and you know your boundaries. You know yourself well enough to know where you can go and exactly. where you can not go. Exactly. So I, all, all in my relationships, I always made it very clear that, you know, look, I can cook and I can do all of this, but I'm not a housewife. 
So I need to have uh, someone helping me cook and get the food ready because I also have to eat. And you know, you have to eat, and we have guests, and we have parties, and we have dinners, and things like that. So I and most that was one issue. And I realized to be very clear about your red flags. Yeah. Do you like him smoking? Do you like him drinking? Do you like mm. this about him? Do you like so? You have to be clear. And then, what is it about yourself that you can give to that? What are you bringing to the table yourself? Mm. What because a lot of the times we say, "I want this, I want this, I want this." I want. Yeah. So what What can you give? What can you bring to the table? There's so many layers. Yeah. There's so many layers. I was just listening to you and I was trying to think of one thing and then I thought everything is so embedded, which yes. people like you and I, we do need to keep saying this so many times that it comes to that uh, little impact, that, it, that little grain that will cause that little change in the world. Uh, because I think it's just not to do with our, like we talk about Pakistan a lot, but I feel like globally, men no. and women pretty much treat each other the same way. And in terms of the girls that I, I'm talking about right now, I mean, imagine like when these parents that they depend on that they will get them married off, right? These parents say, if you don't say yes to this person now, like an arranged marriage, then you wouldn't get any good ones. This is the best one you got. So basically telling their own daughter that if you uh, don't say yes to this, then all other opportunities will go out of the way. But now this is only not happening to girls. I know guys like in India, this guy contacted me and he said, my parents are telling me that if I don't say yes to this girl that they have found for me and I, I'm 26 right now, if I become 27, I will not find any other girl. So <laughs> what I'm Do trying you to see, isn't it interesting how this kind of thought process hmm. is impacting their belief system? Completely. And then when they get the partner, it impacts yeah. them also because they're like, okay, now we've done this. So now you better fulfill all my, you know, expectations because I'm the man and you're the woman. And like, and the age thing, like if you become a certain age, then you're like, why are you looking for a partner? Or like, why didn't you do it in time? Or like, mm, okay, so you don't have any babies. Like why, why yeah. do, especially women doing that to women? I need to like, just put this forward. I, uh, I am also like now connecting with more women who are loving themselves. And I say, I love you to them. I tell them that they look hot. I tell them that they're looking amazing. I have become like this. And I was always like this, but not more fluent. But now I'm using my words to say, it because I think women need each other and the good, especially yeah. the women who are the humble ones need each other. Because we understand each other. And I think, you know, I don't know if you read a lot about Dr. Gray, that women need women. Yes. you know the women because we like to talk we like to connect we're very emotional you know if if there happen if something happens to a friend of mine i would be there and i would be emotional a man cannot always give you that so you know dr gray's uh, reading a lot of his books made me understand not to expect all this emotional yeah. all the time just from the from from that the partner. one you would think it's like yeah, it's so much extra so your support system can come from your friends, from your fat. That's why extended families. Your life. Make your life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then he also needs his friends because yeah. sometimes you just want you to be able to have him to have his space hmm. and her to have her space. And yeah. then you have the collective space. Yeah. So you come, you come burdening each other less and with less expectation that you should understand me because it's not about understanding, it's about sharing. Mm -hmm. sharing comes when you do the sharing then the understanding comes if you don't do sharing then you have no understanding because mm -hmm. you know, 
guys ask guys guys ask guys that how did your wife permit you to come and see us yes. which is like just an assumed knowledge the wife might not even be like that but exactly. like, and the guy goes like yeah she permitted me like you know i'm being a good boy though the home story must be totally different where the girls like do whatever you want but you know it's just how men do it to women and women and men do it to men yes right? and so, women do it to women and this is a universal thing i mean it happens all i think it happens all universal around. completely yeah. i think it's culture. not yeah i don't think it's pakistan or india no. just i think it's universal mm-hmm. and uh, my only fear is and but i wouldn't say cancer cancer i won't say it's fear my only concern is is that there's a divide uh, that's happening more and more between the concept of union and, and men and women coming together It, that needs i think there's a redefining a, a, a newness that is going on around that mm. you know? and people are becoming aware are looking for more evolved partnerships yes looking for more spiritual partnerships a more evolved part with you know purposes with where there's a lot more of it just being biological having children mm. and just being there for each other or you know just oh we've got kids now we just stay together so i think the world because the world is becoming more more aware yeah. so a lot of relationships are breaking down so there's something happening that is redefining i i feel that that you know mm. partners are evolving and then they're leaving and they're looking for more evolved partners and more spiritual more sacred partners i feel that i feel that um, when i talk to people on my podcasts and i speak to people like in different countries and i feel a lot of young boys have become aware like they have had these yes. experiences earlier in their life like they were 15 16 and since they have so much sources around there or like their mother was like i know this guy whose mother was a hypnotherapist and when yes. he was about 13 he fell from uh, a skyline he said he fell through the the roof and like it was like glass 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 and he came out in one piece but he went through ptsd after it whatever happened at the age of 26 he is so aware like he yeah. is like able to look at things at this standstill and can look at the universe at this different way and people different way and yeah. i'm saying it's happening younger and younger in a lot of boys i've noticed yeah that's interesting it's nice to know actually i mean i feel it's you know the, the, there's a part of the world that is understanding what's happening hmm. and a part of the world that is not understanding totally you know, so uh, there is there is kind of a balance there but hmm. it's it's a bit sad because um the one who's not understanding hmm. is becoming the victim of the whole situation getting deeper deeper into yeah. it yeah i so like how you say it, that yeah. yeah they bring they bring up the victim in them and the one that's become aware is moving on and and saying you know i need to move on and heal and and find um find myself and then find again you know mm. so this constant finding and finding again so redefining yourself redefining of partnerships mm. so it's quite interesting i mean i i meet a lot of people that are very becoming very very aware there's so much knowledge out there now mm. do you believe in twin flames oh absolutely well, i was feeling that coming <laughs> Absolutely. And I believe in soul groups, I believe in soul flames, I believe in soul mates. Mm-hmm. I think that all my husbands in the relationship there was it was a lot about soul mates mm-hmm. because and then your a, a woman can be a soul mate, you know, anyone can be. But mm-hmm. I feel that soul mate actually mm-hmm. either resonates with you or mm-hmm. teaches you a lesson. 
Mm. And then the soul group comes in for the healing. Beautiful. The whole soul grouping that happens uh-huh. that either comes to uh-huh. support a purpose, a uh-huh. healing, uh-huh. Uh, making a change in the world, going into a movement. So they create a new frequency that needs to be to be made in the world. So something old has to go out and something new, so a whole movement. So there's a whole soul grouping going on there. So they all gravitate. You know, like when you have meditation sessions or you have um, awareness sessions or you have conferences and all these people gravitate. That's the soul grouping happening. Wow. Like the Mind Valley people. Yes, have you, yes, have you yes, yes, followed yes, Mind Valley? Yes. That's the whole soul grouping going on. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole Everybody soul family. High-fiving so each other. Yeah. yeah. And people like us. Yeah. yeah and people like us that go and kind of connect to soul uh, to mind valley and uh, the extended soul family so it's yeah. like huge it i'm feeling that with you right now i'm feeling the mind valley connection with you right now yeah right? exactly because yeah, i'm uh-huh. a great I, I love going on to mine there's so many courses so much awareness yeah. so much i've done so many courses from there i and, love this about you that you just want to keep reading and keep growing and keep doing that because um there's like it makes me look like you know um the way i'm looking at the world is is a way of being because you you are actually being it for a while now right yeah 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 and it's 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 yeah. i love it i just and where one is today um i think it's such a beautiful energy i really believe that life is beautiful and mm-hmm. and it's something to treasure and really connect to know the value of yourself and the the, mm-hmm. the way that we have been created mm-hmm. and the way that we can create mm-hmm. it's that we if we only knew the power of how we can create and manifest mm-hmm. there it's just we are the obstacle and we mm-hmm. are the creators so mm-hmm. to be able to take the obstacle out and come into full creation i think is the journey and then the other aspect of existence for me is service mm. is to give service we're constantly giving service either through a kind word through a mm. kind gesture through maybe you know as a performer making something like right now you know yes you know this is also uh, this uh, uh, interview will go out to someone and they will like you saw one of mine i saw yours so you get inspired and yeah. this is the service we're giving to humanity we're here to serve humanity and to know ourselves mm. that's it that's it and to give you know, a message keep going keep going and, and to keep you know to keep not to you know to be born and go back in the same place that you were born in mm. and that you haven't moved from there Mm. is a waste of a life. Yes. So if you if you come in and you start even if you do a little bit of work and you edge a little more mm-hmm. you're going to get maybe another lifetime and then you're going to go a bit more and then you're going to go a bit more because there are many lifetimes we go through mm-hmm. but it, because i become so aware of the fact that okay this lifetime is really important for me so i've really kind of been at it and it and i struggled with it in the beginning but now i enjoy it i just mm-hmm. I'm excited when there's something new I've discovered, and I'm I'm Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you know of Joe. Yes, yes. I'm a great fan of him. Like scientifically, everything just comes. Oh yes, yes. Place. I've been. I'm like discovering things a lot, a lot nowadays. Scientifically, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, like yeah. now I always said this. Now I can say that. Yes, exactly. It's like been thinking for so long. Yeah, and it's like he explains it so well. So mm. amazing. 
And I do, I love doing his meditations. I found his meditations very powerful as well. Yeah. yeah. And Brian Scott is another guy I follow. Yes, Brian Scott is good too. Yes. I mean, I haven't followed him in a while, but I yeah. have been, um, I follow a lot of Abraham Hicks teachings. Yes, yes. Um, that's how I got more and more into it yeah. uh, because they had a lot of audio, uh, 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 like actual people asking them questions and in their conferences and uh, they, how they can get answered and had the channeling and everything. So I bought a few yeah. books and I've got them right here. And I got really into the whole Abraham Hicks thing and how it's connected with the law of attraction and everything and now everything just comes like a intuitive feeling now and I want to just keep growing my intuition so um and that's brought me to you <laughs> yes they're cool it's amazing yeah, it's, it's fantastic it's amazing I think you just uh, um, what you're doing is such a service to everyone honestly I mean I you know I after doing this interview with you it's also helped me reflect and kind of um, given me a, a nice feeling, a very nice, warm feeling of, of there's never an arrival. Huh. Yet there's an arrival, if you know what I mean. Mm. You're not fully arrived ever, but mm. you're arriving only to take off again. Mm. You know, it's like you come and change your clothes and you say, you know, this, your skin, you're, it's a metamorphosis happening all the time. So, you know, you kind of shed the skin and then you're like a butterfly and you fly off again and you come up with all this new information. And all this new you come, you take off the old skin again and then the wings come out again and then you go off. It's that kind of arrival. Yeah, I got the wings today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Took me a while to decide which shirt because like I was like, I need to feel that shirt. You know? <laughs> Isn't it a t-shirt with oh, that? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it's very interesting in the morning as I don't know what to wear. So I just close yeah. my eyes and I say, okay, then I ask my higher self. What do I, I even wear, wear something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what should I wear? And literally the color... Or, or 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 something an image will flash of something in my wardrobe which i haven't maybe worn for months hmm. and suddenly it would just come out wow. and then i i actually when i wear it i feel the difference and i feel that in the day because i feel maybe that color is needed for that day hmm. so hmm. i literally sometimes i just um unless i'm really like been shooting a lot and really tired but when i'm like most i do this quite a lot now mm -hmm. it's like i i really enjoy it i like i ask my eyes and what should i wear today mm -hmm. and i just close and i just sit there until it really comes and it comes mm -hmm. sometimes it do you takes think me. do you sing i yes i've learned singing yes not that i'm really a singer but i did it because for my dancing it's important. you've got a beautiful voice your sound is so good and i do know that you've been an air hostess too so yeah these are the two pieces of information if you would like to put it together <laughs> yeah i did fly for a while and i did it because i needed money to go to train in india mm. i had no money mm. and um, i thought the best way was to just i there was this job offer okay and i i took it up and I flew for about two years and I saved okay. enough money to live for three years in India. Okay, wow. So this was uh, 1985, as I remember. 85, 84, yeah, 84, 85. And then after, as soon as I, I started in 84. Okay. And then 85, um, 
I 85, late 85, I left and then I started my journey to work. How young were you when you were doing that? Like how? I'm 55 now. Back then, like you must be like very young. uh, Yeah, I was very young. I I was five when I started dancing. Mm. I also, it's funny how I say that I was a very good dancer at five because uh, my I don't know why I'm saying this because uh, even now when I'm doing the soul coaching work, I've decided to incorporate dancing, even though I'm not a trained dancer, whatever. I'm letting people to understand that their emotional bodies need that dancing. And I did a boot camp where it was a free boot camp where the th- fifth day was all about why dance is good for healing. And mm-hmm. I start, I was like, where do I start? And my story for the first time, if you talk about the dance journey, starts with yeah. when I was five, I danced on my aunt's wedding on Hava Hava, and it was a full-fledged song, like a full, there were not like repetitions of on the chorus or anything. Every yeah. move was my created. And it was like telling like how we forget, you know, yeah. and that we need to make come back. So it come was five. But I was, I'll make a little suggestion to you that you do look up Tony Bergen. Okay, Tony Burgess. Journey dance, right? Okay. Journey dance. Okay. All right. And you will love a lot of the way that she uses dance. Okay. Because um, I'm an apprentice of Journey Dance, okay. and I still have to do the rest of my certificates with her. But okay. um, you will love um, uh, the courses she does, and she does everything through dance. Okay. And how she does the shadow work and the different kind of how you move through emotions and through the chakras and the and the sounds of the chakra you really you really love the the you'll you, there's a lot of videos on online Tony so Bergen. yeah and look up journey dance and look up her website okay okay so since you are um thinking of the dance bit yes, so exactly. just just it might inspire you there might be some knowledge you might want to read about you might devise your own course through, you know, because when you see so many, and um, there's also five rhythms, you know, I'm sure you know about five rhythms as well, that they also are, they do this dance healing and this dance spiritual sacred. So five rhythms is something I used to look up. Okay. Five rhythms. That's also online a lot as well, okay. where they do free movement and they, they work through free movement of mm. um, shifting the energy of the body, you know, so you're releasing uh, pent up emotion in, in the physical body and how they release it and they sh- mm. and then you know things like that so th- these two people are doing some fantastic work mm. okay I'll, I'll definitely look at that thank you so much because um i've already ha- already like um i get visions of like either as children or whatever it is one day i might be just dancing with others uh, and being sort of like leading them. So I don't know how it would fit, but like I'm just working with shape. my vision. Yeah, it was shape. If you just, I think, you know, it, it would, like you said, things are your being. Hmm. So things will shape. Yeah. You, I, don't I have been a filmmaker and I am a filmmaker. And in that yeah. capacity, you know, as a t- director, how you're always like with people and you're telling them how to yeah. cultivate their acting. So I have that like knack for sitting with people and telling them how to. And you have, what I've noticed that you have leadership qualities. You're a leader. You're a I, tend leader. To, I tend to call myself as a person who is there going to take a herd together, but not be like 
or praise me. I'm more like, yeah. I'm like you, I'm with you, but if you need yeah. me, you can hang on oh, to me. That's what I'm saying, leaders, good okay. leaders, the, the real leaders are the okay. ones that take, you see, there's this whole thing about leaders, right? I'm not talking about the political leader because it's sometimes a one-man show. Okay. I'm talking about leaders are people who take their community with them. Mm. Right? They lead. And what do leaders, true leaders, teach other people how to lead? Yeah. I feel I'm so like that. That's a true leader. That's yeah. the true. For me, I've understood that that is the real defining because yeah. if you're mentoring, you're leading, you're also teaching people how to lead their own lives and lead their own, you know, um, healing and to lead their own living and to lead their own passions. Mm -hmm. So I think that uh, being a coach is being a leader. And then you're basically teaching people how to lead in their own lives. I mean, as a, as a classical dancer, when I teach, mm -hmm. I'm teaching people how to lead their lives through dance. And using dance is maybe one of the tools to, to as a release, as a connection, as a joy, as, a, as, as an entertainment for self, mm -hmm. as self-expression. So we all, that's where I say the service, the whole, but that you have that very, very strongly in you. You were chosen for this. Thank you so much. I am so grateful that we have, are having this conversation. There's so much to talk to you, to learn from you, to just sit with you and just look at you and just be absorbing you know i've learned so much I, I from to you as well today it's been a lovely conversation i, I think want to go on. we could go on and on and on all night <laughs> what i do is i always like when the conversations get so interesting and yours are like by far the most interesting uh i have a way of like closing it because otherwise yes, uh, I we can't I go on so yes. um I would love to do another one with you like in two months from now or something like that, like in the new year and just see where we're at. Uh, it'll be interesting because I feel like you're also going somewhere. And like when I talk to you next time, you'll have so much to tell me like about this has happened. And there's so much, I think also more to, as you said, the onion and its layers. It yeah. can also be done in a happy way, right? Oh, so the yeah. onion can be like an apple with beautiful green and like, you know, ah, absolutely right so that, yeah. like, it's like um as i sit in front of you i just want to just like sit with you and still be like sometimes want to hold your hand sometimes just yeah. put my arm around you or sometimes just be like you know put my head on you yeah, you've got this like feeling about you uh and i'm just being honest and i've decided that no way of telling or explaining something is like childish or something no, um, no, no. i'm like this with everyone boy girl big small whatever i talk that's, like this that's beautiful that's the beauty of you 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 are who you are mm. and that's what i mean and through this throughout the interview it was so easy to uh, that's that's a very good quality to have yeah. because if someone can be easily mm. easy with you mm. they'll open up they'll okay. get half of the healing is done once you can be easy and you don't have you can just let your hair down we need people where we can just be and we're not judged because you know even friends can judge mm. even friends can criticize and say oh what's mm. wrong with you you know why are you doing that you know, don't yeah. do that. You know? so yeah. you need someone to be neutral and to be loving thank you thank and you. that is what you have and it's so beautiful i can really res i can really feel it your energy and all my prayers all my love to you and it was such an honor to be part of this today. And I look forward to the two months down the road. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're wonderful. Um, 
it's now they realize that Zoom conversations can be a bit difficult uh, because it makes you realize how um, natural reactions, such as giving somebody a hug or a kiss, still mm -hmm. can't be happening. But uh, and if you do it on camera, <laughs> it might just look weird. <laughs> exactly. I do. I do. I do. do, I I do, do have people, people and I feel them. I think energy yes. felt. And I yes. can feel it like the tapping over here. I can yeah. feel it. Like, suddenly I feel more beautiful. Like, I don't know, in this camera, the light or whatever it is. Wow. In real life, I, I think I did, I was looking okay. But now like I'm like, in front of you, I'm glowing. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I want to thank you. I've got these cards. So what I do in the end, okay. um, wow. they're called Power Thought Cards by Louise Hay. Okay. And okay. what they are, are like powerful thoughts, like affirmations to stay with you during the day. And if they resonate with you, you keep them close. If they don't, you know how to work with energy. So yes. I let you do your thing. So what I do is I shuffle and I just like ask my guides. Uh, and I'm so hoping for them to just connect to me, like directly show themselves. These days we're having a friendship session. It's like, show me, show me your face. Uh, so guides, please give me a message for Nika Chaudhary. What does she need to hear? Angels, guides, light within, light through. What does she need to hear today? What is the most important message that she needs to hear today? Oh, okay. Nice. So they're double-sided cards. And this card wow. says, it's beautiful. It says, um, so I'll just show you the picture. It's called this yeah, Guldan <laughs> Awaz. And it's got these colors. Okay, and I'll just read it for you. It yes. says, it's only a thought and a thought can be changed. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and there's a whole literature so that we just get what they're trying to say. And they're saying, I'm not limited by any past thinking. Mm. I choose my thoughts with care. I constantly have new insights and new ways of looking at my world. Wow. I'm willing to change and grow. Oh my God, it's awesome. <laughs> that's exactly where I'm resonating right now. But I think that's endorsing my own thought process right now. So I will send you a picture of this Please so that do. you can watch it and like read it in your own time and like on Instagram I, I yes. send it to you. Yes. And there's so many cards, but like the one that came out for you was this one. Like there are a lot of different messages. I remember this one girl who wanted to get an idea of like how she is, um, her, like she wanted a confirmation that her masculine and feminine are in balance and she got that because her uh -huh. conversation was all about being a tomboy when she was younger and not uh -huh. even okay. so it was so interesting so I love these cards and I'm grateful that they work for you you have to send this to me I'm going to put this up on my wall I'm going to get it printed and put it up yes I will definitely send this to you and I'm so grateful that you will do this I just want you to have that little like you know give back kind of thing yeah. right now you know exchange uh, of energy yes absolutely yeah. in this moment right and i'm a great you know it's very interesting uh, i started my journey with louise here yes you can I'm, heal I'm, your I'm, life her book you can heal, yes, your, heal, life. heal your life this is the first book i read Wow, isn't that amazing that I and, I, and it's so interesting that you picked up a Louisiana. And I, I, I had 
goosebumps. Yeah. I, like, I usually oh, don't. I usually don't say this is why Louise hey. Like I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> but I'm just saying the fact that you said that, and I was, I I had goosebumps because I was like, oh my god, I started my journey with her book. Your connection, it's a connection and I can feel yeah. it and I know it and it's divinely led. And they came, I knew that you had come to Australia after searching. I was like, oh, that was the nigga Chaudhary who had come and yes. danced with us. Yes. Right? Exactly. Back when I, was, I was birthing babies and I was too involved in my own life. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, she must have come and those people must have, you know, uh, you know, clapped for her. And she's an amazing dancer. I missed it. Right? Uh, but like the way I had to meet you today. In this, 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 exactly, exactly. I'll be coming back soon one day. Yes, you'll be back. Yes, <laughs> I'm already planning it. <laughs> Thank you so much me. for your time. Thank you Thank so you much so for much. your energy. Um, there's so much to, like, I feel like I'll be lying down in bed because it's about 11.53 p.m. And my kids oh, are, wow. are good children. They're still sleeping. I've got two children, a boy and a girl. Uh, and a six-year-old girl and oh, uh, they haven't woken up once so i'm really grateful <laughs> yes awesome give them a big hug from me thank you so much thank yes. you it's such a yeah. special feeling that i have you and recorded you and like tomorrow thank i'll you. be just watching you so anyway you take care there were so many bits and little pieces of information there that no matter how many times you hear it it's going to like always resonate so thank you have a great day uh and good evening and love you Mwah. love you love you all too. the best thank you so much thank Bye. you really grateful Bye. acknowledge the pain first and then you go in okay i'm feeling all this pain mm -hmm. i you know i can't forgive it's not easy to forgive how will i forgive it but they really wounded me they made me feel so bad you know mm -hmm. they hurt me they ruined my life you know and then you then, then as you start getting get starts getting lesser and lesser and lesser then you go into the healing and you say yeah but i think i will be able to give i think i can try that at least i can try that i can you know i'm doing it for myself who will benefit from this I will benefit from this, you know. So, so I can feel it. Yes. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So, it, it forgiveness mm -hmm. to me is the key. If you don't have forgiveness, yeah, you can't be on a spiritual path. So, it, I think not one open. of the biggest thing I found a common uh, theme um, with friends and all. Um, there's a very big thing where it comes to self forgiveness is, but people yes. where they have made self-forgiveness even harder than forgiving others do you understand because it's like okay i will forgive this person or whatever but then there's so much of self-forgiveness that's not being done that is constantly like this is not happening good for me because i did bad and that's like karmic so i am getting what i deserve and um it's a punishment for me like a human beings putting themselves in this little trap themselves of not being forgiven though god as you said a universe as you said source as you said is with open arms ready to like let you and accept you because as as i know as in terms of healing or whatever intrinsically as higher consciousness we are whole we are wholesome we are forgiven we are healed we are in our truest forms we are all of that but we've so disconnected from that and now to find a way back some of us have started hating ourselves and some of them some of us have started hating others to prove ourselves that we are someone so what do you think of that it's on it's the wrong path because the door to forgiving others before you reach at that you have to do self forgiving yes. and then you come to self loving because self forgiveness is not like that critical voice inside mm. that constant trying to be a perfectionist there's mm. something that you're always judging yourself mm. 
So I think that first layer of, I mean, I had such an unworthiness feeling of myself. Mm. And I was so, and you know, when that voice comes up, I say, hey, Nigat, what are you doing? Mm. You know, let's not go there. Because it's it's such a habit. You know, these are all habits we acquire. Mm. And it's habits, how are they created? Through repeat. So if you've gone through this unworthiness feeling, it it requires effort to to go into yourself. And it requires looking at and finding those courses or those mediums or those tools that can help you get, because you're breaking, it's like an onion. So Mm. you're unpeeling. the the forgiveness of self first when you get to the unpeeling of the onion because mm. you're the onion you're going inside you're unpeeling the layers of your self mm. uh, forgiveness then you find uh, when you get to the bottom of it, you find yourself yes when you get to yourself you start forgiving others because you say yes. if i can do this for myself mm. and if that's love yeah mm. and then you start loving yourself and then you automatically you start i went the other way i went to forgiveness first Mm. You know, I started, and that made me look at my own self because I found it difficult to forgive. So mm. the minute I was told, okay, you know, you have to forgive, you have to forgive. But I said, I can't do this. This mm. is, I'm fake. I'm not really feeling this. Then I, then I was brought to the fact that I've got to start loving and letting go myself. Mm. And I discovered, oh God, so much unworthiness, mm. so much criticizing of self, so much yeah. I'm you know, I, if someone would say something, oh, you, you, you're not a good dancer, I would be so affected. Mm. And I would say, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not so, I'm not really a good dancer. No, no, there's nothing good about me. There's, you know, and a lot of my younger days, I, I never really fully lived my dance life because I had this voice. This this feeling of lack. Because one of my, I'm not enough. Yeah, one of my gurus said to me that you, you're, you're not a good dancer. And I kind of held on to it, you know. Because and a guru I, said it, yeah. Because a guru said it. So you have your mentor, so the people around you, you have to also be careful about, you know, that where my awareness has come now that I choose the people I want to be with. I changed my guru because um, I didn't want it's negative. important. Yeah, I said, no way. I want a positive guru a positive yeah. uh, master, you know, who is not putting me down and is not judging me and, and putting, because I've already healed myself from all of that. Mm-hmm. So now I've become so savvy to know that within a minute, just from what they're saying, you know, I can tell, is this positive person? Is this a negative? Your so intuition has become even more stronger. Yeah. And then, you know, Saleha, you can tell from when someone's talking, you listen to their words. Yeah. And you will find out whether they're positive or negative because do, are they complaining? Are they mm. positive? Mm. Do they do they do they encourage you or do they you know you it's can kind of tell yeah. immediately yeah. once yeah. you're in once you're in this um, field and then you start working on yourself immediately you can even from energy level I know oh no no I I leave places where I'm on, I feel no this the energy is not or I put on a, a reiki sign and I start yeah. cleaning cleaning my yeah. You know, area. I remember you said something about how you felt relationships, and uh, there have been like in the beginning, especially it's been one of your uh, places where you had to get to know yourself first, and mm-hmm. then understand what's happening outside. Though before you must be looking at what's happening and then not knowing, right? So what I understand is that um, in most relationships, if we talk about with a man and a woman, I feel a lot of times uh, when it comes to love. I feel a lot of people go into love without knowing 
what the other person thinks love is. So two people could be saying, I love you, I love you. And they're like, oh, let's get married, blah, blah, blah. But then yeah. what is their definition of love or yeah. what is their definition of how their definition might evolve or their might evolve? That's like the unknown. And uh, a lot of people go into relationships thinking they know everything about me. They know what I want in love. and But like, if you do not firstly do your inner work and don't reflect your way of being and your life and your things and know yourself well enough, then you don't reflect that to the other person. And of course, the other person's going to assume you're like this because they have their own beliefs, right? They have seen the world their own way. So they're going to think of, even if you've like told them a lot of stories about yourself, but you haven't told them like your belief systems, things like that, and what you think love is and not explored what love is actually for yourself, not loved yourself, yeah. then that's where the happens what do you think yeah i think that you know male and female relationships are the yeah. most interesting test that i think god has put on the earth for us to really be naked because mm -hmm. either we're naked with ourselves as ourselves or someone comes as a mirror and the most naked person is the partner because yes. you end up being so naked in front of each other that yeah. you can't hide who you are so whether it's a negative belief or a positive belief, it comes out in a, in, in a, in a union. Yes. So I think the whole concept of working on yourself and developing yourself and loving yourself. So as you evolve in life, wherever you're, you are vibrating, your partner will be like that. Mm. And then if you sometimes, you know, this has happened in my life. I've been married twice and I've had a couple of relationships, very serious. But I know that as I changed my vibration changed, the partner changed. Mm. As I changed, the partner changed because yeah. they would not resonate. They would, we would, we somehow it would just, we would not be able to remain together mm. because I was, I was constantly working on myself and mm. wanting to, you know, um, go higher and higher and higher mm. and deeper and deeper and more expanded in my mm. understanding of, because I think my, one of my biggest lessons on earth uh, what I understand is understanding relationships, male-female relationships, because I had no foundation. So I think my whole life, and I'm still understanding it. I think emotions, is, emotions are also something that you have here to understand. You see, I think there's a, you, I'm going to go a little deeper here. It's like there's the micro and the macro aspect of a man and woman, right? Now we have the feminine movement. So feminism, the, you know, the feminism movement that's going on. So you have a collective energy that's also impacting our consciousness yeah. because we're it, we're not we're, we have our micro consciousness and then we have a collective consciousness that is influencing us in the world mm. so I sometimes feel that the concept because you know I I understand spiritually that within a woman there's a man yes. and within a woman uh, within a man there's a woman yeah so what happens in societies like in Pakistan the men negate the woman inside them so when they start suppressing the woman inside, they don't want to cry. They don't want to feel romantic. They don't want to be vulnerable. Or vulnerable. So then they, what happens in that? When you do that to you, when the man does that to the woman inside him, he's doing it in society. He's living that out in society because you've killed your own woman. So you're abusing your own woman. You're abusing your own woman inside. So you're doing that outside. You're not understanding her because you don't understand your own woman. Yeah. So again, it's a self journey. And then on a collective uh, uh, consciousness, I look at the extreme levels that feminism and masculinity and 
the kind of different forms it's taken yeah. place. Us versus them and them versus us. Like, it's, yeah, they're it's all become, human though. <laughs> it's a war. You know, it's like there's a constant war, a struggle going on. It's not like that because we exist in both of each other and we are the balance of each other. You know, mm -hmm. we are the yin and the yang. We are the Jamal and the Jalal. And we are the, the Lassia and the Tandav. In dance, Tandav is male, Lassia is feminine. But the yin and the yang and the male and the feminine, the sacred femin feminine, you know, and the sacred masculine. So it's the sacredness. We've kind of made it into a, a fight or a struggle rather than harmonizing and kind of finding a balance between the two. And it's all that collective consciousness that is constantly tipping or tipping. or tip And that's impacted there are more divorces, yes. there's more um, a breakdown of relationships, mm. men are lonely, women are lonely. Mm. Uh, I look all around the world and I see that happening. And we're giving it names like, oh, this is being independent, or we don't need a man, or the man says, I don't need a woman. I, that's not how it is. It's mm. natural mm. to gravitate mm. between the energies. And that it does happen. But there's so much distortion, so many labels have come, mm. you know, I am a hardcore feminist and mm. I'm a hardcore, you know, this. And men say things about women and women say things about men. And it's become all, it's become a different, the tip is totally flipped the other way. Mm. As for me, now my understanding has become that I have to really own the, the divine and the sacred masculine in me, mm. which I was denying all throughout because I, I was hated my father. I was angry with my father. And so I was attracting abusive men. Mm. I was attracting uh, the same kind of uh, behavior because mm. I was living out the same story. My father did this, my father abused me beat me up he tried to kill me he tried to do this it's programming isn't it it's exactly like, yeah so you change the program and the man changes mm. but then mm. there was a lot of work that goes into that because again i'm not clear i'm not fully and i'm still working on it mm. i'm much more i today i i think i can say no no this is not the person mm. and i see the red flags and i've written down i've literally written down the kind of person I am and want to be and how I would like to be with a man. And so I need to know and what, not just what I can be with a man, but what can I be for a man as well? Mm, as, a, what, as, as, as a woman. Yeah, as yeah. a woman, you know? Yeah. And I'm not there to, you know, so, so I think I've started understanding that in this last year or so. Yeah, yeah. To be really honest, I mean, I have to be honest with yeah. myself, that only recently I've started understanding no, these are the red flags. These evolved men who are working at things just like you are there. Exactly. And yes. the more work you will do and you will get them. And I'm pretty sure right now where you are, you must be having these people around you. But at the same time, I feel you think that you still need to do a little bit more work on you every single day. So yes. uh, whoever aligns with you will be someone who will also be working at themselves every exactly. single day and redefining themselves and telling you the next morning i'm this person now i'm this person now you know rather than absolutely, absolutely. and i think purpose because yeah. you know i i do see that i have a certain kind of purpose purpose you know right it, now yeah yeah and I, I think being a classical dancer in a muslim society mm. for, for a muslim man in pakistani society is not easy and like mm -hmm. we said in the beginning I'm you know, a woman, I'm empowered, I'm independent. Mm. 
Mm. But that doesn't mean to say that I'm not soft um, and caring. Yeah, and I'm not uh, able to love and yeah to be a, a partner. See, mm. I think that, that unfortunately mm. there are maybe very few men like that. But I've also been saying to my belief, I've been knocking down my belief system, saying no, because I must not have that belief, because there could be anyone. There's so many men in Pakistan. So why should I keep this belief system that oh no, the Pakistani men will never accept a classical dancer? So I started knocking down that belief because I think I've blocked mm. this kind of um, coming forward. You know, I'm independent. I'm this, that. So I won't find a Pakistani man. But I, 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 I'm tapping that belief away now every single day, and I see the. I literally, it's really interesting for me because I see the different kind of man I'm attracting now. Yeah, really there glimpses out there. The glimpses oh, there, like glimpses, yeah. absolutely. And it's a fun journey. I mean, yeah. I'm really enjoying it because. I see the the flip coin. It's the flip side yeah. of the coin, saying, "Oh, you know, I used to have this, but I don't have this belief anymore." Yeah, I and love I'm this about you that when you're saying I evolve, I think even as um, it just reflects all over you because even talking to you right now, I, I forget that uh, you know we could have this age difference or something because for me it's like your soul is like so young right now. Like, even though you might say, I've done this, I've done this, blah, blah, blah. I've read about you on Wikipedia as well. And I've done a whole research on you. Yes, yes. Then you feel like reborn. You feel like a newborn in oh, front yeah. of me. That's what I I'm tell feeling. you, I think, I, you know, I keep feeling this because I, I, the more you work on yourself, the younger you become. Hmm. Because you're rebirthing all the time. You're spiritually rebirthing. So hmm. I feel like my soul, even though, you know, she's an old, I feel there's a part of me that's a really old, wise old soul. But hmm. there's the other part of my soul that is so young and refreshing. You love them both. You yeah, love them both. I love them both. And, I, and I, I know that that wisdom of my soul comes out when I need to give it. Because yeah. it's evolved. So, and there's that young you know, vibrant, ready to go, who loves life, who really used to wake up and think, oh my God, why do I, you know, I used to, <laughs> why am I even alive? You yeah. Know? So amazing, the kind of, I wake up in the morning and the first thing that comes to me, I just, I'm so, so grateful. I mean, gratitude. I do a gratitude 10 minutes every morning and it's like, it keeps getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have to contain the energy, you know, because it's, mm -hmm. And then I anchor, then I kind of do my grounding because I know I have to create the balance. Yes. That keeps the youthfulness in me. Yeah. That keeps me physically, mentally, emotionally very young. Yes, yes. And I think I lately I'm learning how to uh, keep the spiritual and the physical at like this balanced place that, because yeah. that's where the magic is. Uh, yeah. Because there was a time I got too like lost in my own little world, even though I was operating in my normal life. And that was making me more like feeling like, oh, she has no voice. She has nothing to say and let things happen the way they're happening. And things just kept happening. And some things needed to be said out. And I never said them at the right time. But now where I am, I'm like, cool. My purpose now is to tell people how important that is to speak at the right time because I know how it was. But I think we go into this place when things are going troublesome around us and like traumatic. We go into this survival way. And I yeah. think the way I started going to the survival way was the same as I did when I was 16 at 36, when I was last year, 36. And it's so funny how you, uh, if you've learned a certain way to survive, you, you do that no matter what age. So if you don't do your inner work, 
it can happen like a relapse, right? Do you remember you spoke about programming? Yes. You fall back into a program that's your comfort level. Yes. So you know that program. So when you're 16 and you've had that program till so many years, then yes. obviously you fall into the program that you you know. Like I would fall into those relationships with men because I was comfortable with my father for so many years, you know, for all your life. That, that's your father. So yes. you, for me, that was how. that's how men are. Men are abusive. Men, uh, you know... Uh, hit you, men beat you up, men do this, men are cruel to you, you know, they're not loving. So mm -hmm. if a man was nice to me, or was even respecting me, I would kind of be uncomfortable because I wasn't, it's not my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Previously, but it's not like that now. But I'm just yeah. saying, like you said, it's, mm -hmm. and that's the reprogramming that you have to constantly, there's a, there, it, you know, it's a journey of working. Mm -hmm. And I think like Buddha, reading Buddha's, one of Buddha's quotes, mm -hmm. that your last, till your last breath, mm -hmm. if you are not working on your awareness and you're refining yourself, mm -hmm. you know, you, 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 you're, you're reprogramming yourself every um, part of the day. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's not easy. I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's an easy no, journey. No, no. It's a conscious journey. Yes. And it's a choice. And we have been given choices. Yeah. sometimes I get lazy I, there's a day when I say oh you know I'm not doing a meditation today yeah. but you know I get up throughout the day and then I'll go and do a tapping yeah I may not do it as much you know like I meditate morning and evening and I do something before night yeah. but I might just do a tapping that day but I know that's my day when I'm just being a little but I know I cannot live without a process I will that's either right. you know right. do my mantra or I'll sit for five minutes or ten minutes if I but there's still something happening it's still mm. a consistent input mm. happening mm. it's not like oh nothing happens mm. that day mm. as before you know it was difficult to even sit and close my eyes it was like mm. I just could not I when I started doing TM transcendental uh, uh, meditation. meditation and I got a, a mantra to do I I would just that I'd be sweating, I'd be moving, I'd be scratching. I was like, oh my God, I just cannot sit even for two minutes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you see yourself and you reflect back, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's possible. And then so many people are doing it. Yes. And mm -hmm. so important to tell this to others. I love your message there. It's so important to tell people that you can have your dark, you can go through crucial pain. Like yesterday, if you go through something, today you can still hold a new thought and say, whatever mm -hmm. happened, happened. I can start anew. You know? Actually, owning your darkness and owning your shadow self mm -hmm. is the key to your growth because only when you own, mm -hmm. you own it and then you let it go. Mm -hmm. But if you don't own it, you can't let it go. No. no. So it's, it's the owning of the darkness owning and the shadow and then, and, and then saying, I own this, I, I understand it because owning brings understanding. Mm. Owning brings acceptance. And the minute you get acceptance, you can say, I, I know this is a th something about me, but I choose to change and I choose to evolve and I choose to let it go. So important. I think a lot of young girls need to hear everything you've just said because um, I've generally noticed that a lot of young girls, they're still looking for that uh, confirmation in another 
male person or another person to tell them that they are loved, that their bodies are beautiful, that they are beautiful because somebody else thinks so. So for instance, there was a girl who say, came up to me and says, the guy who left me didn't th- uh, left me without any answers. Like he ghosted me, you know, that's what they call it these days, ghosted me, like these people who have this interaction and then leave these girls. So these girls like go like, and, and she's like, do you think I am beautiful? Like she asked me, like, do you think I'm beautiful? Like, did he leave me because I'm not beautiful? And this was so deep that I just, I first thing I asked her, I sweetheart, I said, sweetheart, tell me, do you love yourself? Do you think you are beautiful when you go and look at yourself in the mirror, when you're bare, when you look at your skin? Do you think you are, do you think you're beautiful? You know, and that's how we started the conversation. Uh, like she said, do you think I'm sexy? She actually said that. And said, do you think you are sexy? Because you don't need somebody else to tell your heart. Validation. Validation. And it's very interesting. Um, I learned also yeah. that you are treated the way you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. You are loved the way you love yourself. Mm -hmm. So everything is a reflection of how the relationship you have with yourself. And I went through this amazing course, which taught me to marry myself. Mm -hmm. Interesting. To partner, you know, to to have a union, not marry in the typical sense, but to have a union with myself, to have a relationship with myself, to wake up to myself and say, okay, you know. um, I love you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. And to actually, yes, let's go do this. I how are you feeling today? So what, what do you, you know, that relationship with self, because you actually get people, it's all vibrational. Everything, as you know, as you know very well, that everything is vibrational. So what you're vibrating, if you're vibrating validation from someone else, they, they're going to validate you the way you're actually validating yourself. Because if you're saying, oh, I, you I know, don't I, know. Yeah. yeah. So he's also going to say, I'm not sure whether I like you or not. I'm not sure whether you're beautiful or not. I don't care. So the minute you say, oh, I am, I love myself the way I am, Mm -hmm. you'll have 10 men lining up Mm -hmm. because you're vibrating that. You're vibrating that. So you'll have all these men loving. You'll have choice. Mm -hmm. Then you find out, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing about relationships, which I really want to say is that we tend to, because the first, being someone else in the beginning, and dressing mm. up and looking nice is all very nice. Yeah. But there's so many things that you need to know mm. um, about the relationship and what you want from it is what you want from yourself. Yeah. What is it that you, you, you can't be a fake person in a relationship. Mm. So you have to put your red flags up and say, I can't do this. And yeah. I can't do this. Because people, like, you know, I know that I have a full-time yeah. art. I'm an artist full-time. And I cannot cook for my husband, you know, if I, I will want to, yeah, I I don't get the time to do that. But then I'm, I I know I can, it's not like I'm not making arrangements for the food. I can run the kitchen with if I have someone cooking for me. So I hire a cook and with all, you know, it's something So you, and, and would your husband or your partner to be, or whoever you're having a relationship, would they be comfortable with that? You know, you have to know, and then it's not like I never cook. But I can't do it on a regular thing because I'm either teaching, I'm shooting, I'm either somewhere or the other. So I you know yourself, you know your exactly. limits and you know your boundaries. You know yourself well enough to know where you can go and where exactly. you cannot go. Exactly. So I all, all in my relationships, I always made it very clear that, you know, look, I can cook and I can do all of this, but I'm not a housewife. So I need to have uh, someone helping me cook and get the food ready because I also have to eat. 
and you know you have to eat and we have guests and we have parties and we have dinners and things like that so i and most that was one issue and i realized to be very clear about your red flags yeah. do you like him smoking do you like him drinking do you like mm. this about him do you like so you have to be clear and then what is it about yourself that you can give to that what are you bringing to the table yourself mm. what because a lot of the times we say i want this i want this i want this I want. Yeah. So what what can you give what can you bring to the table There's so many layers. Yeah. There's so many layers. I was just listening to you, and I was trying to think of one thing, and then I thought everything is so embedded. Which yes. people like you and I, we do need to keep saying this so many times that it comes to that uh, little impact, that it that little grain that will cause that little change in the world. Uh, because I think it's just not to do with our like we talk about Pakistan a lot, but I feel like globally, men yeah. and women pretty much treat each other the same way, and. in terms of the girls that i i am talking about right now i mean imagine like when these parents that they depend on that they will get them married off right these parents say if you don't say yes to this person now like in an arranged marriage then you wouldn't get any good ones this is the best one you got so basically telling their own daughter that if you uh don't say yes to this then all other opportunities will go out of the way but now this is only not happening to girls i know guys like in india this guy contacted me and he said my parents are telling me that if i don't say yes to this girl that they have found for me and I, i'm 26 right now if i become 27 i will not find any the girl so what i'm trying to see is it interesting how this kind of thought process hmm. is impacting their belief system completely and then when they get the partner it impacts yeah. them also because they're like okay now we've done this so now you better fulfill all my you know expectations because i am the man and you're the woman and like yeah. and the age thing like if you become a certain age then you're like why are you looking for a partner or like why didn't you do it in time or like mm, okay so you don't have any babies like why why yeah. do especially women doing that to women i need to like just put this forward I uh, I am also like now connecting with more women who are loving themselves and I say I love you to them I tell them that they look hot I tell them that they are looking amazing I have become like this and I was always like this but not more fluent but now I'm using my words to say it because I think women need each other and the good especially the women who are the happy ones need each other because we understand each other and I think you know I don't know if you read a lot about Dr Gray that women need women Yes. you know the women because we like to talk we like to connect we're very emotional you know if if there happen if something happens to a friend of mine i would be there and i would be emotional mm-hmm. a man cannot always give you that so you know dr gray's uh, reading a lot of his books made me understand not to expect all this emotional yeah. all the time just from the from from that the part you would think it's like yeah, got so much extra So your support system can come from your friends, from your family. That's why extended families, your life, make your life. life. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then he also needs his friends because yeah. sometimes you just want you to be able to him to have his space hmm. and her to have her space, and yeah. then you have your collective space. Yeah. So you come, you come burdening each other less and with less expectation that you should understand me because it's not about understanding; it's about sharing. Mm-hmm. sharing comes when you do the sharing then the understanding comes if you don't mm-hmm. do sharing then you have no understanding because mm-hmm. 
guys ask guys guys ask guys that how did your wife permit you to come and see us yes which is like just an assumed knowledge the wife might not even be like that but exactly. like, and the guy goes like yeah she permitted me like you know i'm being a good boy though the home story must be totally different where the girls like do whatever you want but you know it's just how men do it to women and women and men do it to men yes right? and so, women do it to women and this is a universal thing i mean it happens all i think it happens all universal completely yeah. especially in pakistan yeah i don't think it's pakistan or india no. just i think it's universal mm-hmm. and uh, my only fear is and but i wouldn't say cancer cancer i won't say it's fear my only concern is is that there's a divide uh, that's happening more and more between the concept of union and, and men and women coming together It, that needs i think there's a redefining a, a, a newness that is going on around that mm. you know and people are becoming aware are looking for more evolved partnerships yes looking for more spiritual partnerships and more evolved but with you know purposes with where there's a lot more of it just being biological having children mm. and just being there for each other or you know just oh we've got kids now we just stay together so i think the world because the world is becoming more more aware yeah. so a lot of relationships are breaking down so there's something happening that mm. is redefining i i feel that that you know mm. partners are evolving and then they're leaving and they're looking for more evolved partners and more spiritual and more sacred I partners I feel that I feel that um when I talk to people on my podcasts and I speak to people like in different countries and I feel a lot of young boys have become aware like they have had these yes. experiences earlier in their life like they were the 15 16 and since they have so much sources around there or like their mother was like I know this guy whose mother was a hypnotherapist and when yes. he was about 13 he fell from uh, a skyline he said he fell through the the roof and like it was like glass 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 and he came out in one piece but he went through ptsd after it whatever happened at the age of 26 he is so aware like he yeah. is like able to look at things at this standstill and can look at the universe at this different way and people different way and yeah. i think it's happening younger and younger in a lot of boys i've noticed yeah that's interesting it's nice to know actually i mean i feel it's you know the, the, there's a part of the world that is understanding what's happening hmm. and a part of the world that is not understanding totally you know, so uh, there is there is kind of a balance there but hmm. it's it's a bit sad because um the one who's not understanding hmm. is becoming the victim of the whole situation getting deeper deeper into yeah. it yeah i so like how you say it, that yeah. yeah they bring they bring up the victim in them and the one that's become aware is moving on and and saying you know i need to move on and heal and and find um find myself and then find again you know mm. so this constant finding and finding again so redefining yourself redefining your partnerships mm. so it's quite interesting i mean i i meet a lot of people that are very becoming very very aware there's so much knowledge out there now mm. do you believe in twin flames oh absolutely well, i was feeling that coming <laughs> Absolutely. I was Absolutely. like, when do I? Yes. Yeah. Like, and I believe in soul groups. I believe in soul flames. I believe in soul mates. Hmm. I think that all my husbands in the relationship, there was it was a lot about soul mates hmm. because, and then your a, a woman can be a soul mate. You know, anyone can be. But hmm. I feel hmm. that soul mate actually hmm. either resonates with you or hmm. teaches you a lesson. Hmm. 
Mm. And then the soul group comes in for the healing. Beautiful. The whole soul grouping that happens uh-huh. that either comes to uh-huh. support a purpose, a uh-huh. healing, uh-huh. Uh, making a change in the world, going into a movement. So they create a new frequency that needs to be to be made in the world. So something old has to go out and something new, so a whole movement. So there's a whole soul grouping going on there. So they all gravitate. You know, like when you have meditation sessions or you have um, awareness sessions or you have conferences and all these people gravitate. That's the soul grouping happening. Wow. Like the Mind Valley people. Yes, have you, yes, have you yes, yes, Mind Valley? Yes. That's a whole soul grouping going on. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole Everyone's soul family. High-fiving each other. Yeah. yeah. And people I'm like us. Yeah. yeah. And people like us that go and kind of connect to soul, uh, to mind valley and at the extended soul family. So it's yeah. like huge. They I'm feeling that with you right now. I'm feeling the mind valley connection with you right now. Yeah, right? exactly. Because yeah, I'm oh, a great, wow. I, I love going on to mind. There's so many courses, so much awareness, yeah. so much. I've done so many courses from there. I and love this about you that you just want to keep reading and keep growing and keep doing that because um, there's like it makes me look like you know um, the way I'm looking at the world is is a way of being because you you are actually being it for a while now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 yeah. I love it. I just and where one is today, um, I think it's such a beautiful energy. I really believe that life is beautiful. And, and it's something to treasure and really connect to know the value of yourself and the, the, mm. the way that we have been created mm. and the way that we can create. Mm. It's that we, if we only knew the power of how we can create and manifest, mm. there, it's just we are the obstacle and we mm. are the creators. So mm. to be able to take the obstacle out and come into full creation I think mm. is the journey. And then the other aspect of existence for me is service, mm. is to give service. We're constantly giving service either through a kind word, through a mm. kind gesture, through maybe, you know, as a performer making something. Like right now, you know? Yes, you know, yeah. this is also, uh, this uh, uh, interview will go out to someone and they, they will, like you saw one of mine, I saw mm. yours. So you get inspired and, Right. This is the service we're giving to humanity. We're here to serve humanity and to know ourselves. Mm. And that's it. That's it. And that's to, you know, message. Keep going, keep and, going. And to keep, you know, to keep, not to, you know, to be born and go back in the same place that you were born in mm. and that you haven't moved from there mm. is a waste of a life. Yes. So if you if you come in and you start, even if you do a little bit of work and you edge a little more, mm-hmm. you're going to get maybe another lifetime and then you're going to go a bit more and then you're going to go a bit more because there are many lifetimes we go through. Mm-hmm. But it, because I become so aware of the fact that, okay, this lifetime is really important for me. So mm-hmm. I've really kind of been at it and, it, and I struggled with it in the beginning, but now I enjoy it. I just... Mm-hmm. I'm excited when there's something new I've discovered. And I'm, I'm Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you know of Joe yes, Dispenza. Yes. I'm a great fan of him. Like scientifically, everything just comes. Oh, through. yes, yes. I've been, I'm like discovering things a lot, a lot nowadays scientifically. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, like now I always said this. Now I can say that. Yes, exactly. You know? It's like, oh, it's for so long. Yeah, and it's like he explains it so well. So mm. amazing. 
And I do, I love doing his meditations. I found his meditations very powerful as well. Yeah. yeah. And Brian Scott is another guy I follow. Yes, Brian Scott is good too. Yes. I mean, I haven't followed him in a while, but I yeah. have been, um, I follow a lot of Abraham Hicks teachings. Yes, yes. Um, that's how I got more and more into it yeah. uh, because they had a lot of audio, uh, 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 like actual people asking them questions and in their conferences and uh, they, how they can get answered and had the channeling and everything. So I bought a few yeah. books and I've got them right here. And I got really into the whole Abraham Hicks thing and how it's connected with the law of attraction and everything and now everything just comes like a intuitive feeling now and I want to just keep growing my intuition so um and that's brought me to you <laughs> yes they're cool it's amazing yeah. it's, it's fantastic it's amazing I think you just uh, um, what you're doing is such a service to everyone honestly I mean I you know I after doing this interview with you it's also helped me reflect and kind of um, given me a, a nice feeling, a very nice, warm feeling of, of there's never an arrival. Huh. Yet there's an arrival, if you know what I mean. Mm. You're not fully arrived ever, but mm. you're arriving only to take off again. Mm. You know, it's like you come and change your clothes and you say, you know, this, your skin, it's a metamorphosis happening all the time. So, you know, you kind of shed the skin and then you're like a butterfly and you fly off again and you come up with all this new information and all this new clothes. You come, you take off the old skin again and then the wings come out again and then you go off. It's that kind of arrival. Yeah, yeah, I got the wings today. <laughs> exactly. It took me a while to decide which shirt because like, I was like, I need to feel that shirt. You know? <laughs> Is it a just t-shirt with oh, I do that. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it's very interesting in the morning, I, I don't know what to wear. So I just close yeah. my eyes and I say, okay, then I ask my higher self. What do I, I even wear, wear something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What should I wear? And literally the color... Or, 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 or something, an image will flash of something in my wardrobe, which I haven't maybe worn for months, mm. and suddenly it would just come out. Wow. And then I, I actually, when I wear it, I feel the difference, and I feel that in the day, because I feel maybe that color is needed for that day. Mm. So mm. I literally, sometimes I just, um, unless I'm really like been shooting a lot and really tired, but when I'm like most, I do this quite a lot now. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I really enjoy it. I like, I ask my eyes, what should I wear today? Mm -hmm. And I just close and I just sit there until it really comes and it comes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it do you takes sing? Do you sing? I, yes, I've learned singing. Yes. Not that I'm really a singer, but I did it because for my dancing, it's important. You've got a beautiful voice. Your sound is so good. And I do know that you've been an air hostess too. So yes. these are two pieces of information. If you would like to put it together. <laughs> yeah, I did fly for a while and I did it because I needed money to go to train in India. Mm. I had no money. Mm. And um, I thought the best way was to just, I, there was this job offer. Okay. And I, I took it up and I flew for about two years and I saved okay. enough money to live for three years in India. Okay, wow. So this was uh, 1985, as I remember. British Airways in Karachi. Yes. Yeah, 84, 85. And then after, as soon as I, I started in 84. Okay. And then 85, um, 
85, late 85, I left and then I started my journey to How young were you when you were doing that? Like how? I'm 55 now. Back then, like you must be like very young. uh, Yeah, I was very young. I I was five when I started dancing. Mm. I also, it's funny how I say that I was a very good dancer at five because uh, my I don't know why I'm saying this because uh, even now when I'm doing the soul coaching work, I've decided to incorporate dancing, even though I'm not a trained dancer, whatever. I'm letting people to understand that their emotional bodies need that dancing. And I did a boot camp where it was a free boot camp where the th- fifth day was all about why dance is good for healing. And mm-hmm. I start, I was like, where do I start? And my story for the first time, if you talk about the dance journey starts with, yeah. When I was five, I danced on my aunt's wedding on Hava Hava, and it was a full-fledged song, like a full, there were not like repetitions of on the chorus or anything. Every yeah. move was my created. And it was like telling like how we forget, you know, yeah. and that we need to make come back. So it come all back. Yes, five. Absolutely. But number- I will, I'll make a little suggestion to you that you do look up Tony Bergens. Okay, Tony Bergens. Journey Dance, right? Okay. Journey Dance. Okay. All right. And you will love a lot of the way that she uses dance. Okay. Because um, I'm an apprentice of Journey Dance okay. and I still have to do the rest of my certificates with her. But um, you will love um, uh, the courses she does and she does everything through dance. Okay. And how she does the shadow work and the different kind of how you move through emotions and through the chakras and the and the sounds of the chakras. You really, you really love the the. You'll, you, there's a lot of videos on online. Journey so Bergen. yeah, and look up Journey Dance and look up her website. Okay, okay. So since you are um, thinking of the dance bit, yes, so it just please. just it might inspire you. There might be some knowledge you might want to read about. You might devise your own course through, you know, because when you see so many, and um, there's also five rhythms, you know, I'm sure you know about five rhythms as well, that they also are, they do this dance healing and this dance spiritual sacred. So five rhythms is something I used to look up. Okay. Five rhythms. That's also online a lot as well, where they do free movement and they they work through free movement of Mm. the, shifting the energy of the body, you know, so you're releasing uh, pent up emotion in, in the physical body and how they release it and they, sh- mm. and then, you know, things like that. So these two people are doing some fantastic work. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely look at that. Thank you so much because um, I've already, ha- already like, um, I get visions of like, either as children or whatever it is, one day I might be, just dancing with others uh, and being sort of like leading them. So I don't know how it will fit, but like I'm just working with shape. my vision. Yeah, it will shape. If you just, I think, you know, it, it will, like you said, things are your being. Hmm. So things will shape. Yeah. You, I, don't I have been a filmmaker and I, I am a filmmaker. And in that capacity, you know, as a director, how you're always like with people and you're telling them how to cultivate their acting. So I have that like knack for sitting with people and telling them how to. And you have, but I've noticed that you have leadership qualities. You're a leader. I tend to, I tend to call myself as a person who is there going to take a herd together, but not be like 
or praise me. I'm more like, yeah. I'm like you, I'm with you, but if you need yeah. me, you can hang on so to me. That's what I'm saying, leaders, good leaders, the, the real leaders are the okay. ones that take, you see, there's this whole thing about leaders, right? I'm not talking about the political leader because it's sometimes a one-man show. Okay. I'm talking about leaders are people who take their community with them. Mm. Right? They lead. And what do leaders, true leaders, teach other people how to lead? Yeah. I feel I'm so like that. That's a true leader. That's yeah. the true. For me, I've understood that that is the real defining. Because yeah. if you're mentoring, you're leading, you're mm. also teaching people how to lead their own lives mm. and lead their own, you know, um, healing and to lead their own living and to lead their own passions mm. so i think that at being a coach is being a leader and then you're basically teaching people how to lead in their own lives i mean as a as a classical dancer when i teach mm. i'm teaching people how to lead their lives through dance mm. and using dance as maybe one of the tools to to as a release as a connection as a joy, as, a, as, as an entertainment for self, mm -hmm. as self-expression. So we all, that's where I say the service, the whole, but that you have that very, very strongly in you. You were chosen for this. Thank you so much. I am so grateful that we have, are having this conversation. There's so much to talk to you, to learn from you, to just sit with you and just look at you and just be absorbing you know i've learned so I, much I, I from you as well today it's been a, a lovely conversation i, I want to go on we could go on and on and on all night <laughs> what i do is i always like when the conversations get so interesting and yours are like by far the most interesting uh i have a way of like closing it because otherwise yes, uh, I, we can't I, go on so yes. um I would love to do another one with you with like in two months from now or something like that, like in the new year and just see where we are at. Uh, it'll be interesting because I feel like you're also going somewhere. And like when I talk to you next time, you'll have so much to tell me like about this has happened. And there's so much, I think also more to, as you said, the onion and its layers. It yeah. can also be done in a happy way, right? Oh, so the yeah. onion will be like an apple with beautiful green and like, you know, ah, absolutely. Right? So that, yeah. like, it's like, um, as I sit in front of you, I just want to just like sit with you and still be like, sometimes want to hold your hand. Sometimes just yeah. put my arm around you or sometimes just be like, you know, put my head on you. Yeah, You've got this like feeling about you. Uh, and I'm just being honest and I've decided that no way of telling or explaining something is like childish or something. No, uh, no, no. I'm like this with everyone, boy, girl, big, small whatever i talk that's, like this that's beautiful that's the beauty of you 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 are who you are and that's what i mean and through this throughout the interview it was so easy to uh, that's that's a very good quality to have because if someone can be easily hmm. easy with you hmm. they'll open up they'll get half of the healing is done once you can be easy and you don't have you can just let your hair down we need people where we can just be and we're not judged because you know even friends can judge mm. even friends can criticize and say oh what's mm. wrong with you you know why are you doing that you know don't yeah. do that you know? so yeah. you need someone to be neutral and to be loving thank you thank and you and that is what you have and it's so beautiful i can really rest i can really feel it your energy and all my prayers all my love to you and it was such an honor to be part of this today. And I look forward to the two months down the road. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're wonderful. Um, 
it's now you realize that Zoom conversations can be a bit difficult uh, because it makes you realize how um, natural reactions such as giving somebody a hug or a kiss still mm -hmm. can't be happening. But, uh, and if you do it on camera, <laughs> it might just look weird. <laughs> exactly. I do have to do it. We could do that. I think energy yes. felt. And I yes. can feel it like the tapping over here. I can yeah, feel it. Exactly. Suddenly, I feel more beautiful. Like I don't know in this camera, the light or whatever it is. Wow. In real life, I I think I did. I was looking okay, but now like I'm like in front of you, I'm glowing. Like yeah. <laughs> so I want to thank you. I've got these cards. So what I do in the end? Okay. Um, wow. They're called Power Thought Cards by Louise Hay. Okay. And okay. what they are are like powerful thoughts, like affirmations to stay with you during the day. And if they resonate with you, you keep them close. If they don't, you know how to work with energy. So yes. I let you do your thing. So what I do is I shuffle and I just like ask my guides. Uh, and I'm so hoping for them to just connect to me, like directly show themselves. These days we're having a friendship session. It's like, show me, show me your face. Uh, so guides, please give me a message for Nikit Chaudhary. What does she need to hear? Angels, guides, light within, light through. What does she need to hear today? What is the most important message that she needs to hear today? Oh, okay, nice. So they're double-sided cards. And this card wow. says, it's beautiful. It says, um, so I'll just show you the picture. It's called this yeah, Guldan oh. <laughs> Awaz. And it's got these colors. And I'll just read it for you. It yes. says, it's only a thought and a thought can be changed. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and there's a whole literature so that we just get what they're trying to say. And they're saying, I'm not limited by any past thinking. Mm. I choose my thoughts with care. I constantly have new insights and new ways of looking at my world. Wow. I'm willing to change and grow. Oh my God, it's awesome. <laughs> that's exactly where I'm resonating right now. But I think that's endorsing my own thought process right now. So I will send you a picture of this Please so that do. you can watch it and like read it in your own time and like on Instagram I, I send yes. it to you. Yes. And there's so many cards, but like the one that came out for you was this one. Like there are a lot of different messages. I remember this one girl who wanted to get an idea of like how she is, um, her, like she wanted a confirmation that her masculine and feminine are in balance and she got that because her yeah. conversation was all about being a tomboy when she was younger and not uh, even okay. so it was so interesting so I love these cards and I'm grateful that they work for you you have to send this to me I'm, I'm going to put this up on my wall I'm going to get it printed and put it up yes I will definitely send this to you and I'm so grateful that you will do this I just want you to have that little like you know give back kind of thing yeah. right now you know exchange uh, energy. yes absolutely yeah. in this moment right and i'm a great you know it's very interesting yeah. i started my journey with louise here yes you can I'm, hear I'm, your I'm, life her book you can hear yes, your, heal, life. Heal, heal your life this is the first book i read wow isn't that amazing that i and, I, and it's so interesting that you picked up a louise and i i i had 
goosebumps. Uh, I usually don't. I usually don't say this is by Louise Hay. Like I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> but I'm just saying the fact that you said that, and I was, I I had goosebumps because I was saying, oh my god, I started my journey with her book. Your connection. It's a connection, and I can feel yeah. it, and I know it, and it's divinely led. And they can. I knew that you had come to Australia after searching. I was like, oh, that was the nigger Chaudhary who had come yes. and done that. Yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was I was birthing babies, and I was too involved in my own life, and I was like, yeah, she must have come, and those people must have, you know, uh, you know, clapped for her, and she's an amazing dancer. I missed it, right? Uh, but like the way I had to meet you today, it was this, was this exactly, exactly. I'll be coming back soon, one. Yes, you will be back. Yes, <laughs> I'm already planning it. <laughs> Thank you so amazing. much for your time. Thank you Thank so you much so for much. your energy. Um, there's so much to like. I feel like I'll be lying down in bed because it's about 11:53 p.m. and my kids oh, are wow. good children. They're still sleeping. I've got two children: a boy and a girl. Uh, Love you, and a six-year-old girl, and oh, they haven't woken up once, so I'm really grateful. <laughs> yes, awesome. Give them a big hug from me. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you. It's such a yeah. special feeling that I have you and recorded you, and like tomorrow Thank I'll be you. just watching you. So anyway, you take care. There were so many bits and little pieces of information there that no matter how many times you hear it. it's going to like always resonate so thank you have a great day uh and good evening and love you Mwah. love you love you all too. the best thank you so much thank Bye. you really great bye and if you would like to get to know nigat chaudhry you can go to instagram and type in nigat chaudhry official and you can also find her all over wikipedia all over facebook she's on all on all the socials so if you just google her name nikka chaudhry you can find her and get more information about her and she is a brilliant person to connect with so do go ahead and connect with her